Brokenness caused by love, part three. Every evening sky, an invitation to trace the pattern stars. And early in July, a celebration for freedom that is ours. The song featured in today's episode is Every Season by Nicole Nordman. Losing someone you love is the hardest thing in the world to deal with, whether it's by death or abandonment. I think it's because we're born with this concept of permanency, yet we grew up expecting everything to remain as is until suddenly we experience a temporary reality of life, and this is all due to sin. As the world celebrates the death and resurrection of Jesus in a few weeks, I thought it fit to recognize what was such an important sacrifice that was made for us. The wages you receive from working a 9 to 5 or running your business is money, right? Well, the concept of the world we live in is that we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23. And I know that we can all recall memories of the wrong we did whether today, yesterday, a week ago, a month ago. Now, according to Romans 6 verse 23, the wages, the result, the payment of our sin is death. But the gift of Jesus' sacrifice on the cross is eternal life. I know that growing up you would have been told that you only live once so do as you please. But I'm sorry to disappoint you that's false. Jesus came so that we not only experience this temporary life on earth filled with brokenness, but he came to provide the opportunity for all of us to accept the gift of eternal life when he returns the second time. I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me and believing in God requires faith. Though he were dead, yet shall he live. That's excerpts from John 11.25 brokenness caused by love god is consistently present in our lives regardless of what we are currently facing even if sometimes it may not feel as if that's the case jesus came to earth with one purpose to save you a church pastor slowly stood up walked over to the pulpit and before he gave his sermon for the evening briefly introduced a guest minister who was in the service that evening. In the introduction, the pastor told the congregation that the guest minister was one of his dearest childhood friends and that he wanted him to have a few moments to greet the church and share whatever he felt would be appropriate for the service. With that, an elderly man stepped up to the pulpit and began to speak. A father, his son, and a friend of his son were sailing off the Caribbean Sea, he began, when a fast-approaching storm blocked any attempt to get back to the shore. The waves were so high that even though the father was an experienced sailor, he could not keep the boat upright, and the three were swept into the sea as the boat capsized. 
The old man hesitated for a moment, making eye contact with two teenagers who were, for the first time since the service began, looking somewhat interested in his story. The aged minister continued his story. Grabbing a rescue line, the father had to make the most excruciating decision of his life, to which boy he would throw the other end of the lifeline. He had seconds to make the decision. The father knew that his son was a Christian, and he also knew his son friend wasn't. The agony of his decision could not match the torrent of the waves. As the father yelled out, I love you, son, he threw out the lifeline to his son's friend. By the time the father had pulled the friend back to the capsized boat, his son had disappeared beneath the raging swells into the black of night. His body was never recovered. By this time, the two teenagers were sitting up straight in the pew, anxiously waiting for the next words to come out of the old minister's mouth. The father, he continued, knew his son would step into eternity with Jesus, and he could not bear the thought of his son's friend being lost. Therefore, he sacrificed his son to save his son's friend. How great is the love of God that he should do the same for us. Our Heavenly Father sacrificed his only begotten Son that we could be saved. I urge you to accept his offer to rescue you and take hold of the lifeline he is throwing out to you in this service. With that, the old man turned, he sat back in his chair and silence filled the room. The pastor again walked slowly to the pulpit and delivered a brief sermon with an invitation at the end. However, no one responded to the appeal. Within minutes after the service ended, the two teenagers were at the old man's side. That's a nice story, politely stated one of the boys, but I don't think it's very realistic for a father to give up his only son's life in hope that the other boy would become a Christian. Well, you've got a point there, the old man replied. Glancing down at his worn Bible, a big smile broadened his narrow face. He once again looked up at the boys and said, It surely isn't very realistic, isn't it? But I'm standing here today to tell you that story gives me a glimpse of what it must have been like for God to give up his son for me. You see, I was that father and your pastor is my son's friend. This is a story entitled The Father and the Author is Unknown. It's sad that even when God has thrown out a life vest to save you, you still refuse to take it and use it. This story really hit home for me because I have a lot of friends who haven't yet made the decision to accept God in their lives fully. And as someone who has experienced the grace of God, it is also one of the worst feelings. There has to come a time in your life when you realize that nothing is worth giving up eternal life for not the parties not alcohol not sex not money not fame since your birth god has been providing opportunities for you to grab and accept his life jacket and be saved the question is are you finally ready and everything in time and under heaven finally falls asleep Wrapped in blankets white, all creation shivers underneath 
And still I notice you when branches crack And in my breath on frosted glass Even now in death you open doors